Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, let's talk about the right now, as in Monday Night Football. The Niners at the Vikings tonight. Niners laying seven points. Niners minus 300 on the money line. Vikings at plus 240. Your total set at 43 and a half. This spread has inched up from Niners minus six and a half. The total has come down a point from 44. I will defer to you here. I don't necessarily have a strong opinion on this game. I think I would lean Niners, but now we're talking about a full touchdown, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I want to lay a full touchdown with the Niners on the road when they have some key injuries in this one. The good news is maybe we get Christian McCaffrey back. It looks like he is trending towards playing for the Niners, but you still have Trent Williams, uh, one of the best left tackles in the entire game of football. He's going to be out. You also have Debo Samuel out, who we know is the guy on their roster who, other than Christian McCaffrey, probably the only other guy who can turn in like a third and 21 into a first down off of like a little slant route pass. Uh, a very dynamic receiver and someone who can run the football as well. So two big pieces on the Niners missing. I don't know. I don't think this is a game where I'd want to lay seven points, especially when we have seen primetime games really be a cash cow to the under. So if you think points are at a premium, I know the book on the Vikings is that Kirk Cousins is not good in primetime, but we're talking yeah. about a full touchdown here. Uh, we know one thing, that the Vikings can at least keep it close with some of the best teams in football. They did it against the Chiefs. They did it against the Eagles. Mm -hmm. So I think if it was anything for me, it will be Vikings full game plus seven. I would lean to the Niners, but I'm definitely not playing this. I would rather play a prop or I would lean to the under, even though the BetQL model says the over is the play, but money again, coming in on the under with the total set now at 43. I, I'm not too worried about the Niners injuries because I know Debo Samuel is out, but Christian McCaffrey will play, even though he has what a slightly torn oblique so he's going to play the question is how effective will he be but I don't I don't worry about that too much because there's no question like Debo Samuel is a dynamic player and certainly not having him in that offense means maybe a touch of a step back for San Francisco but they still have so many weapons on offense and their defense is so good San Francisco is one of those few teams that doesn't have to score a lot necessarily because their defense is so good and they can still dominate you. This is the best defense in pro football. So what I wonder is, can the Vikings or how 
are the Vikings going to be able to put up points on San Francisco, especially now that Justin Jefferson is out? Right. Uh, I think it's still going to be difficult. And I think that's why kind of the under kind of looks like a good play to me. But mm-hmm. there are some other options here. If you don't want to trust the Vikings and Kirk Cousins, which I totally get it. Nobody ever wants to trust him. But I was looking at the first half and the first quarter lines. Last night, the first quarter line was a half. And I think this is still available at some spots. It's not available at BetMGM. But you get mm-hmm. the Niners minus a half in the first quarter. Or you can take the Niners minus three and a half in the first half. Because one thing the Niners have done uh, really well this season is come out guns of blazing on the offense. In fact, they are averaging the third most points in the first quarter of any team in the NFL, averaging 6.8 points per game in the first quarter alone. Then you look at Minnesota. This is a team that's been the absolute slowest of starters. Uh, The third worst team in the first quarter of any team in the NFL, averaging a cool one point per game in the first quarter so maybe that's the way to go even on the road the Niners offense has usually been pretty solid in the first quarter so maybe you can look at the Niners in the first half or the first quarter if you don't want to lay the full seven yo Trey Kevin what's up man you know I've been thinking what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in LA well you get a very happy Jack Nicholson for sure and the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three and the Kardashian empire is forever altered what did you just say hey everybody I'm Trey Wingo and I'm Kevin Frazier and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes as former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus well, that's not a bad idea. I kind of like that a lot. I'm not as good as, well, I just, it's not a bet I look at enough. So that maybe that's something that I should look at as well, because I like that quite a bit. How do you feel about the total here? I, I feel like this is, I like this bet more than I do aside. I feel like that, again, this is one of those games where the Niners could dominate and win like 24 13 and you get an easy under. And, I feel like if you're San Francisco here, you just dominate the time of possession and then you wear down that Vikings defense. And eventually I think they do get worn down because I see the Vikings with a lot of quick possessions on offense. And all of a sudden that keeps their defense on the field quite a bit by the whole quarter, slowly the Niners pull away, which would make this an under game. At least that's how I see this going down. I'm a little snake bitten on unders because we saw yeah. some really high scoring affairs in the NFL. Like I had the under in the Browns and Colts game. Good God. I think there was like over 65 points scored total in that game. So I think it's going to be a stay away from me because we saw it last week where unders were really the trend. 12 and two unders went last week in the NFL. And usually the pendulum swings the other way where some of these totals were set a little too low. So I know primetime unders have really been the play, but it doesn't feel like a play that I really want to play, especially with that Viking secondary being as bad mm-hmm. as it has been. Viking secondary allowing the second most fantasy points to wide receivers. And the Niners are still a very good offense. And here's my problem. I think when the Niners are winning, they're a team that usually keeps their foot on the gas pedal. 
Like we've seen them mm-hmm. with some really dominant wins. Yeah. So I think that would be your sabotage factor for the under is it the Niners keep chugging along and they never say die when it comes to some of these blowout games. And also the Vikings offense at least can maybe put up some points in garbage time. So I think I would be a little nervous about a full game under. Maybe you could look at the first half under if you are worried about garbage time touchdowns. Uh, but I think maybe the props world is where I would look as opposed to a total. Would you be willing to do a same game parlay and play it up, hit the under, and then what? Drop down this line to Niners minus one? Well, I like the Niners minus one, but teasing totals, and we haven't talked about this too much, teasing totals mm-hmm. is where it gets a little hairy because there's not as many, um, It's points are not as much at a premium when you are teasing totals. Like it is a big shift when you're taking Niners uh, minus seven to Niners minus one. But if this game's mm-hmm. a free-for-all, like you could lose that. So I don't think I am yeah. interested in teasing totals. Uh, again, I think I will just look at some props in this one. And we have injuries on both sides of the ball that kind of open up some targets for other people. I think with the absence of Debo Samuel, you look at Brandon Ayuk. The matchup suggested, like I said, the Vikings giving up yeah. the second most fantasy points to wide receivers and also the fourth most receptions. Brandon Ayuk has had some big games this year, had 76 in that last one when they had a ton of injuries, even against a good Browns defense, which I am you know, starting to question after that game against the Colts. But still, right. uh, he's had three games where he's gone over 70 and a half, and that is the number. Yes, it's a high number, but I do think he sees quite a few targets in this one, especially with the absence of Debo Samuel. Yeah, I'm going to go over his reception prop, which is four and a half receptions at minus 140. I don't really mind the price here. Now, he's only hit this in two of his five games this season, but he had four receptions each against both the Browns and the Cowboys in the past two weeks, and those are two of the best defenses in the league. Vikings don't qualify. You mentioned Debo Samuel being out with a play to that, so I think I'm going to go over his reception prop. Yeah, the only reason I don't do reception props is that if you think somebody has big play potential and they can get it with like a couple catches, that's where you're really limiting yourself. And I think that's the case with Ayuk. So I'll ride with his yards. All right, you go yards. I'm going receptions. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.